0: Hi, everybody. My name is Anthony Quinn. Yeah, and this is quinn of course. It has to be me. I'm the only one that does this fucking show. <laughs> I want to leave a long pause there, make it nice and awkward for one of my best friends in comedy. He's one of my best friends. I want to say that much. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty sure it's not the other way around, but Josh Wells, everybody. How you doing?
1: The feeling is mutual, Anthony. You are one of my bestest buddies in all of comedy.
0: Oh my god! I was therefore hoping...
1: therefore I'm one of my bestest buddies in all of life. Like I always do that in comedy. I'm like, oh, you're you're one of the best people I know in comedy. Like I always have to qualify it with people, and I I, I got to start combining comedy with real life.
0: Dude, you just did. I was gonna say, man, I I got to go for a raise. I got to do the for life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, comedy the, is the, real life, right? Like we got to stop. Uh, I don't know, sound each other short when it comes to comparison. Yeah,
0: for some Start reason, talk- I don't know what's happening, but for some reason you're sounding like shit.
1: Oh, no. Okay. This is supposed to be my good headset, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah the headset sucked. Do you have another headset or no? Uh,
1: let me try another one. Hold on one second.
0: All right, we're going to pause the recording. Okay, everybody, we, we paused for a second. We had to get to the bottom of the issue, and we're hoping we did, but I don't think we did. Oh man! <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, real quick, Josh Wells is a uh, a comedian from New Jersey. Uh, you know, one of the you know more uh, well liked people in in the Jersey comedy scene, and um, it's uh, it's a good thing. I mean, if you're somebody who's uh, looking for some, you know, you're looking for somebody to book that's experienced and has a nice way about them, go with Josh Wells. There, dude. Thank you. I think that's. I think I just did like a, a donut for you.
1: <laughs> I, I appreciate it. It's funny because my New Year's resolution is to be more of a bastard, so.
0: <laughs> I just did, you can have the whole other Josh Wells commercial and that's just like a, a five or ten second donut. <laughs> you could slip that in whenever you want, buddy.
1: Got it, got it. I'm gonna. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, clip the soundbite, <laughs> use it all the time.
0: You sound tired. Are you tired?
1: I'm not. I'm good. I'm good.
0: All right. I I'm know really, you, I know I you really ran good. today. How many miles did you run?
1: I ran 3.3 uh, 3 miles.
0: Oh, my God. Do you run less when it's cold or more or the same?
1: I, I've been running less in general lately. I've been trying to – like I'm in this weird state of flux where I want to ha- put on more weight, but I don't want to be sloppy either. So I just <laughs> – I'm still running, just less. I'm running less now.
0: Don't fucking mock me.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. No, you know what it's like. I'm I'm six foot seven. Like I've got to put a little meat on my bones. You know, like I can't.
0: But really, honestly, I mean, staying trim is probably a good idea for you. You know, that way the old knees and the old heart will be nice and happy.
1: I'm still running. You know, I'm still doing it. Yeah, that's cool. I'm still doing other exercises. I'm not like. Only.
0: Whoa! What do you do? What other exercises do you do?
1: I do a lot of body weight stuff. I really? throw around Yeah. Well, you know what? It is during uh, when the pandemic first started. I was going to the gym at my job a lot, and then I wasn't. You know, I couldn't go there anymore. So I started doing a lot of like body weight circuits at home. And wow. Now that the gyms are open, I don't. I don't even want to go to the gym anymore. But I. I don't like other people that much. I don't like working out around other people. So I, I just stay home now. I, uh, I do some body weight stuff. I throw some dumbbells around. Um, and, I, yeah, I think it works. It keeps me, I mean, I feel healthy. I feel fit.
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, that's one of the things about going to the gym. It's almost a workout just getting yourself to fucking go there.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, you know, sucks. it's a mental uh,
0: workout. It's a yeah. mental workout.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know if like I wanted to start lifting heavy or whatever, I would have to go to the gym. But I mean, I'm happy with what I'm doing right now, so I'm fine with it.
0: But if you're still doing something, I mean, you can go to a gym here and there, and I mean, there's all kinds of ways. But to do it at home and have it, that's uh, that's interesting because I'm. I bet you a lot of people. I bet you that happened to a lot of people. I bet yeah, you sure you know as much um, as many um unhealthy behaviors as the, um, pandemic fostered, I'm sure the, some good stuff came out of it too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love it. I mean, you know, I don't have to get in my car and go to a gym. As soon as I'm done, I hop immediately into the shower, my shower, you know. Like, <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very comfortable experience after a workout.
0: No old naked like, men uh, anywhere?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have to worry about, you know, <laughs> trying my hardest not to make eye contact.
0: <laughs> Which eye, Josh? Which uh, eye? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
1: luckily, I'm pretty tall, so it's, I, 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 it's easy for me to not look at other dudes'
0: dongs. Hey, that's go, good. Back. I like that. That's that's a that's a good. Hey, chalk that up is a good thing for being tall. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have your list or whatever.
1: You won't catch me looking at your dong. I'm tall. <laughs> <laughs> Feel bad for all those short people. They gotta look at all the penises in the gym locker room.
0: I don't. I don't go shopping in supermarkets that have tall shelves, bitch. <laughs> 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 Oh man! All right, so so that's cool. So how else? What else is going on?
1: Oh man, not a lot. I uh, I've been having like a really boring uh, New Year so far. I'm I'm doing sober January.
0: Uh, oh wow! Uh, I yeah, think Jeannie I, Knoll, too. I think Jeannie knoll has been been sober for a while too now.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there's just like a thing that's called on out Dry January or whatever. Yeah, and, wow. Uh, I mean, but honestly, I'm doing it because. I used to do this thing every year. I would take a month off from drinking just to keep my appetites in check, you know? And uh, I was consistent. And then the pandemic happened, and I haven't done it for two years. I haven't taken a month off. And uh, so I kind of just want to get it out of the way. I'm like, if I do January, that's it. It's over. Uh, I don't have to p- apply much pressure to myself after that.
0: I think I've seen you take a week or two before recently. like I have. Know, Yeah.
1: Uh, I will every now and then. I'll take a week, but it usually doesn't last longer than a week. I think my longest streak in the past few years was 12 days, and that's when I had COVID a year ago. (laughs)
0: I was going to say, you know, come to think of it, you were really bragging about the week, so that's probably not that healthy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah that's, yeah, that's when you know that, like, uh, maybe my appetite needs to be kept in bounds a little if I think a week of sobriety is a major accomplishment. <laughs> there were times though when me and you would see each other and, like, we, you know, we'd, like, drink Dunkin' Donuts coffees in the back of the open mic because I wasn't drinking, and that was kind of cool, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Dude, you know, I've I've been hitting hitting the 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 those seltzers changed the game for me, man.
1: Uh, the uh,
0: the hard uh, seltzers changed the fucking game for me. Uh, White claws, all, the, White all Claw. the different brands. It just because yeah. it just the, a couple of them just taste like shit. But yeah. honestly, a lot of them just taste like seltzer. You know, White I, Claw tastes like fucking seltzer, man. It's crazy. I think
1: that they're more expensive than beers. What'd you say? I just hate that they're more expensive than beer. Not
0: everywhere. Just at the reserve, dude. They want $7 ah. for one.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like it's not a lot of bars. It's like $6, $7, and the beers are like $3 or
0: $4. No, usually they're, they're 5 bar. So A lot of times they're $5. they are 5 Yeah. But that's why I bring them and drink them in my car, Josh. Come on. I'm Anthony Quinn.
1: Oh, my God. That's like uh, what a teenager does in a
0: 1980s movie. I know. It's so pathetic. But, hey, man, you know, it gets me good jokes. It's your writing method. You sit in
1: a car, a couple white claws, and a notebook.
0: Yeah, dude. And I always say if I go up early, my joke is, oh, this is good. I, I can go back to my car and drink my other White Claw. And it always gets a laugh. Always.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. Old reliable.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't think the world's ending, Josh. Um, I mean, in what sense? I think the world's just getting a, a big cold.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that. Yeah, that's definitely happening. See, when I when I think about the world ending, I don't like to think of it as the planet ending. It's not that. It's humans humans ending, right? Yeah, mankind ending. So yeah, mankind absolutely has a major cold right now.
0: Yeah, fucking. Uh, y- we y- all should. You mankind should just stay
1: in bed for seven days, see what happens. Dude, shit, I've been home for off. two
0: weeks because I was like home, dealing with some family shit. My, somebody may have been exposed, so I was like, I'll just stay home. Right. And then we were home because of the other stuff. And it's like, this place down the street from me, it's a testing center. And they had people around the block. And now there's nobody waiting outside. And I'm wondering, they must have ran out of tests. I, I, I'm i almost lifeless enough to call them up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean
1: if you need a test it can't hurt to call them be like hey what's going on
0: no I don't need a test I don't know uh, I just want to see what's up and it's it's. I can't. I shouldn't waste their resources with my nosy business
1: well isn't that <laughs> and it's funny that's the new problem now right The at first like Omicron started surging and like a week ago they were like get tested test all the time you can't test enough and now it's like it feels like just yesterday all these think pieces are coming out about how it's like no, don't test all the time. It's a limited resource only for people who really need it. And it's like the rules keep changing so rapidly. It's hard to keep up with.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. That's that's what I'm saying. Like and this is what I tried to explain to my girl and her family. Listen, man, you know, you got to like be sensible about stuff and you got to look at the whole picture. If you're trying to obey, you know, um, like the FDA's every FDA regulation and you're watching CNN and you're trying to like follow everything everybody's saying, first of all, it's exhausting. Yeah. And second of all, it's going to cause you more frustration because it's going to change.
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's the one thing that has been a constant in this whole pandemic is that uh, we're never going to settle on anything because it's it's still a new thing, you know, like, uh, so, you know, we're just we're just chasing a dragon at this
0: point. I mean, and and it's, it's the whole conspiracy shit. I mean, I know this is quote-unquote a conspiracy. Dude, I watch a lot of conspiracy stuff. I do. I'm like, I'm totally addicted to it now. Totally. Right. And I don't believe any of them. It just fascinates me. It fascinates me. Well, you need,
1: to be, you need um, to be well-versed in them. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, I guess I do, but now it's just honestly like I watched Cobra Kai, that was pretty good. What would you think about the third? The I loved one?
1: Cobra Kai. I loved it. I, 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 I'm, I'm almost tempted to watch it again. I, that's how much I loved it.
0: Oh, I've seen them all so many times, dude. So many yeah. times. Um. But uh, oh yeah. So I mean, I don't have cable really, and uh, you know, I just, dude, I watch all this stuff, and it just it annoys the piss out of me because it's yeah. all these like like, well-to-do white people that think the end of the world's happening. And I'm like, dude, you're living pretty fucking good for the end of the world, right? I don't know. You got a $50,000 pickup truck? Right. <laughs> and the world's ending? I don't know, man. I, I guess we'll just look out for the burning lake.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's ending. I just think things will get rougher.
0: <laughs> living will become a harder task. I mean, it's always been like that. I don't. I think things snap back. Um, yeah. You know, we can be very resilient. I mean, I think everybody has this sense of like they're getting away with something. You know, like they're. Um, I want the cheapest. I want. I, it's. 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 Everybody wants the cheapest. Everybody wants money, but. Um, it's. It's just my thing is I just don't want people spreading fear. You know, like that's what annoys me about all the rednecks is because they just spread fear. And they're like, oh, it's so like they're almost happy that the gas prices are going up so high. You know what I mean? Like they're miserable. They have to be miserable about something. So they're almost happy about it. Uh, I mean, I think it works both ways. I don't think it's
1: just a redneck thing. I think it's like, I, I think whenever something bad is happening, but it sort of justifies whatever you stand for. Like, you know, if it allows you to be like, see, I told you so. You know, <laughs> Oh, we voted Biden and I told you so. These gas prices are going to get crazy. And it, it, it like validates their worldview. And but I think I think people on the other side of the spectrum do the same thing uh, when the person they don't want is president or has, you know, the Senate control of the Senate or what have you. It's a team sport. Everyone's rooting for their team, and so uh, even if it's something bad, it, you know, it's it's still a point for them. They think.
0: Yeah, and that's what I. You know, I don't. I, honestly, any any time I hear somebody complaining about politics a lot, what I do is I go up to them and I say, "Do you know who your county executive is?" And nine point right. nine out of ten times they do not know. They do not know, and I said, "Dude, do you really think?" By the time the president does something, I mean, he can do some stuff, but there's just so many laws that are passed every year federally and all this stuff. If you want change in your community, you do it locally. You know, I mean, if if you're worried about stuff, be in contact with your, with your, um, you know, your executive, your congressman, all that kind of stuff.
1: So, yeah, that, but, I, but you know, they don't do that because that's exhausting. I, you know, it's... uh.
0: Well, I mean, if you're going to sit around and be butthurt and, you know, when I hear people talking about CNN and Fox, it's almost like I feel like they're just, they're like terrorizing people. You know, I, I, I can't stand those. those two are the ones that are just so sensational. And I don't even know if what they're spreading is disinformation, but they fuck everything up. They fuck the good information up. They fuck the bad information up.
1: I mean, all of it is, at the least, sensationalized, right? It's all. Yeah. So, like, uh, so, like, no matter what, like, it, you know, it's a ratings thing. It, so it's like there's always something un- impure about their, uh, you know, about the motive behind the stories they're reporting.
0: Yeah, well, the media, you know, I mean, we all remember those cigarettes. The most important thing you could do for yourself, the healthiest thing is a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We no, all remember those ads <laughs> where it shows doctors smoking cigarettes and shit. Well, I
1: think you remember them a little more than I do. Whoa.
0: Okay, Josh. All right. <sighs> you got me, buddy. You got me. You've been waiting all podcasts. <laughs> That's right.
1: That's a, I only do podcasts now that are hosted by people who are older than me. <laughs> My new rule. <laughs> I want to shame people for being old. I do not want to be shamed for being old. So this is how it will <laughs> oh,
0: be. Oh, man. I don't know, dude. It It's, it's, it, what is, I don't even know what being old is anymore. You know, it's just, um, like, it's, it's, uh, I, it's I a feel. state of mind, man. It's not even state of mind, but, I, dude, I feel more equipped for the world <laughs> than a lot of these other dudes, man. I yeah. remember a world that was free. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. I remember, like, you know, Times Square ride right open, and and I'm I am working on the gatekeeping stuff. I really am. Uh, I am. I'm try, I'm making a conscious effort. I really am. Um, but <laughs> there's some shit I'm just. I'm never. There's some stuff I'm never gonna be okay with. But life goes on, dude. You know. I mean, who cares what other people like at the end of the day? Yeah,
1: I mean, it's... as long as it's not like, uh, you know, Nazi hardcore or something.
0: <laughs> Dude, I like oi music. What's wrong with oi music, No,
1: no Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I must say, I, there's a lot of great oi music, and a lot of it is not racist at all. In fact, a lot of oi music is anti-racist.
0: Uh, yeah. so. Okay, all right. I knew you were going to say I that. I
1: have no beef with oi music.
0: Alright, but the but the best Oi bands are Nazis. Come on, Josh. No,
1: that's not true at all. <laughs> that's not true. It's not Come on, Josh, beyond.
0: Who do you who do you have allegiance to? Who are you trying to <laughs> What are you trying to do? Um, you know, honestly, I never really got into Oi music that much.
1: I mean I don't like a ton of it, but I mean so i have so I've I've heard some uh Cox Bar the business, they're they're both really solid uh punk rock oi bands.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of the OI music all sounds the same, you know, but I like, if I was in a bar and it was playing, I'd be fine with it, but um, I just never really got into it. I was always under the impression they were Nazis, but there is a lot of non-Nazi. No, I think
1: the problem is that in England, there was like, uh, there was like a working class movement of like, sort of like punk rock kids who dressed, like, who dressed as skinheads. They called themselves skinheads, and then the Nazis kind of took that look. They kinda of, they they, they kinda of appropriated the culture. And then that became you know, in the eighties skinhead. I was gonna say, was, did you
0: ever see the real Nazi skinheads? I did. Did you ever see the real ones like at the at the shows and stuff when they were oh, all yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, hanging in to packs shows, and shit? Yeah, I've been to shows where there were Nazis. Uh, uncomfortable. Um Dude,
0: I, I saw least, uh, I saw Sick of It All play with D R. I one time <laughs> And there was all these fucking skinheads and there was the guy from Dag Nasty was yelling at them and they were hanging him the finger. It was awesome, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the thing. A lot, a lot of the times you'll go to see bands and you'll you'll be like, oh, wait, there's Nazis here. And even the bands are like, we don't want them here. I mean, we don't want the Nazis. And they'll yell at them and try to, you know, try to let it be known that they don't want that in their scene.
0: But I honestly, you know, I, I don't I don't really think that that's going on a lot now. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's
1: What, Nazis showing up at shows?
0: Yeah, I don't think they're like... Not big, as much,
1: not as much as you, it was probably like a bigger problem in the 80s, right? I mean, you know. Yeah,
0: I mean, they had the alleyway gang and all these, they, they, they had their own thing going on.
1: And there but, were even like more, there was more songs about it, you know, Dead Kennedy's famous for Nazi punks fuck off, like, you know, they, they, they had a song addressing it. That's how big oh yeah, of a problem it yeah, yeah. was.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it was just, I had long hair, dude. So I went to see Agnostic Front one time and I thought I was going to get killed. And then the guy guy comes out and he's got long hair. I'm like, what's the problem?
1: (laughs) Yeah, punk rock's weird, right? Like, like, uh, it has a weird history because, like, you know, what, in the early 80s, I want to say, it was like, you better not have long hair. And then all of a sudden, like, in the mid-80s, everyone in punk started growing their hair out. Like, that's the thing to do.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I went
1: But to before see, that, they would, like, kick your ass if you had long hair. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I read. I don't know. You know, I read, like, I'm kind of nerdy about punk rock. Like, I read a lot of books about it, but, you know, I wasn't there.
0: I went to see Uniform Choice one time, totally prepared to get my ass beat totally prepared the guy came out and i mean when i say he had long like roger Merritt, the guy from from af he has you know yes, his hair is longish this dude had like long hair <laughs> and it was awesome dude it was all he played played every hit he screamed his ass off it was so much fun so much fun you know who you your uniform choice you know them no. Oh, Not, okay. No, no. Scream for Change is their album. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So if I remember I'll try to check it out. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, that shit's fucking serious. They were like uh they were kind of like minor threat. They were like right around that that area right around that time. They were part of uh yeah. All right. All right, Josh. So So what do you think? You think we're going to have another lockdown tell Anthony Quinn? Come on, don't play with me.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think we're gonna have a lockdown. I, I think that uh, the CDC is like kind of backing away from that by lowering the quarantine days. Like I think here's the problem: we already did the lockdown. It, it kind of it, it feels like it backfired. I don't think anyone's into it now because we feel like we. Uh, I, when I say we, I mean most people probably. I uh, feel like they were kind of bamboozled by the last one. I think people were hoping that a lockdown would make it magically disappear forever. Because that didn't happen. I, I just—it's like the cat's out of the bag, and we can't put it back in.
0: Yeah, I think. Um, I think if it would have happened when it wasn't an election year, things would have been a lot different. Well, yeah, maybe not a lot different. Maybe not a lot, but things would have been different.
1: I think that we're going to see more things like vax and mask mandates.
0: Yeah, well, I got vaccinated once. I'm not getting any booster shots. They can kiss my ass.
1: Yeah, I got one booster, and it was right before the Omicron surge. And uh, uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, it didn't make me feel weird or anything, so I like, I, I, I kind of just want to be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, but I don't know. What do I know? I'm not a fucking scientist. I so.
0: mean, but after a while, if you're taking booster, oh, there's this booster and that booster and that. yeah. I mean- don't you think after a while it's, you know, not going to be good for you?
1: I yeah, I read something today about how Israel is, like, on a fourth booster. Or, well, a second booster, technically, right? The the, the vaccine itself is two shots. And, and they're, like, worried about flu flu, corona or flu-rona, which is just what happened was somebody got the flu and and COVID at the same time, which is bound to happen eventually. It's not yeah. it's not. It's not a new strain and like some, you know, media outlets took that and went running with it. It It's like, yeah, somebody got two forms of sickness at the same time. That's going to happen Some people get, you know, it's not like, it's not like the the justice system. There's, there's double jeopardy when it comes to viruses. So,
0: you know, and dude, it's a fact that, you know, a lot of the people that are sitting around complaining about stuff, Eat terribly. Don't feed their body anything good. Do not work out. So, dude, you're you're Omnicron's Omnicron's bitch.
1: (laughs) This has been such a blown opportunity for people. I don't know who. Politicians, uh, celebrities, fucking media websites. This this has been a blown opportunity to push forward uh, healthier lifestyles, you know, like uh, you know, exercise is good for you. Eating well is good for you. And even though, like, I, look, I, I do my fair share of unhealthy living, so, like, I'm, I'm partially hypocritical for saying all of this, but uh, this, is, this is a great time to, to push that message forward. And instead, all we got was, you know, take these vaccines, and, and that's it.
0: Okay, so, so this is what I've been saying. Okay, so here we go. So it, do you think... I'm trying to think of a way I can say this and not sound like a conspiracy nut, because I'm not. But do you think they want us to be real healthy, Josh?
1: Well, there's the whole idea, right, where... Uh, uh, what's the saying that, you know, like medical com- you know, medical companies don't make money off the cure?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they say right, that right. at the pharmacy, but I'm saying in general, like... They don't want us to be a lean, mean, fighting machine country, do they? Don't.
1: But why? why? I mean, I can they, see. Med- I can see, like, medical companies maybe having like this, like, shady initiative where it's like, no, we don't want them completely healed because then they'll never come back and then we'll never get their money again. But I can't understand why politicians or whatever wouldn't want us to be healthy.
0: Well, yeah. it's just it's all the same thing, though. I don't. You know, I don't think they're all working together necessarily. I don't think that yet. Okay? I think there was a time maybe I thought that. I don't think that yet because I just, just I'm confused about a lot of things, man. But um, you just said it though. You said it would have been very easy for them to push health. Right? For them to push wellness. And they didn't.
1: And it could have been like, I think I think a big problem was I think there's two big problems for pushing wellness right now. I think that because social media has this has us like in this like ext- extreme mindset, it's like there's no middle ground anymore. So like if somebody comes out talking about wellness, it's usually somebody who's like wellness instead of the vaccination. But what we need is like middle ground people, middle ground people who are saying, "Look, we're not anti-science." If you want the vaccine, have the vaccine. But what we're saying is it can't hurt to eat more vegetables while you're at it, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's that's, uh, when I really thought about it, one of the reasons why I got the vaccine was, I was like, dude, the way I eat and the shit I put into my system, you know, do I really think it's going to be worse than that? Right. You know, I mean, you think they, they may... This is the thing. You think they made that many complex computer chip vaccines for everybody? I just, I don't know, man. You know, it just seems, it seems like too big of a thing. You know what I'm saying? I,
1: yeah, I agree. I, uh, I, I'm i of the opinion that people who are responsible for making the vaccine add, when it, it's, I, I have a feeling it's all good intentions. Uh, if there is some side effect that they discover seven, eight years down the line, I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think it would have been a mistake on their part of like, oh, so we didn't see that coming. Uh, It's kind of scary to talk about because I'm vaccinated, but I I do believe that the, the intentions of the vaccine are pure.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think if anything, they're probably weaker than they would normally be the first ones, you know, and maybe there are even some placebos. I don't know. You know, yeah, I think,
1: I think the real garbage move is that they're being tight with the patent. They should release the patent so that other companies can make it and uh, distribute it more, especially with poorer countries who haven't even gotten their, you know, where like a large percentage of the population hasn't even had the first shot yet or oh. access to the first shot yet. And we're here talking about fourth boosters on your podcast.
0: Oh, oh, so maybe they don't... See, here we go. I'll play devil's advocate right now. See, they don't want us to see the vaccine, uh, Josh. They don't want us to see the patent. No, cause you then can we'll, also... see, we'll see that it's it's DNA altering.
1: I don't think... You can see a patent, but if you patent something, it's just that nobody else can use it.
0: Oh, you you see the ingredients and everything? Like you can see... That's the point
1: of a patent. Is that, like... If Pfizer patents their vaccine and they catch someone else doing it, like they do, they'll be like, "Look at our patent. These are the ingredients. It's actually you could look at a patent. That's fine." The problem is, if Pfizer... they want to get
0: paid, they
1: want right, to get paid. You, you could do a thing where you could say we're releasing our patent or whatever, and then it allows other people to just copy it. You give everyone permission to copy it, and you're not going there's going to be no repercussions financially. And if Pfizer did that, if Moderna did that, a lot of other companies could put out generics, and there would be more vaccines available for more people, especially poorer people and in you know poorer countries.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, dude, the other day, I mean, it, it, things are things are wacky. I could, it, and if you're sitting back, right, and you're waiting, if you already have a conclusion, right. If your conclusion is the vaccines are fucked up and they fuck you up and people are going to die cuz they got vaccinated. If if that is your mindset and that's all your mindsets ever going to be then of course you're going to be able to find statistics to back that up. You know? You're going to be able to say, "See? Look at this guy that died. You know, nobody knows why." And sure. uh, they uh, make yeah, it fit.
1: It is, uh, yeah, there's definitely a mathematical risk taking the vaccine. Uh, how large of a percentage it is, is,
0: is... No, but that's what I'm saying is, and then they'll say they'll say to me, I'm just trying to explain this better, like they'll be like, I talked to this one dude who's not in QAnon, but he probably should be. <laughs> and uh, he's... Um, they'll be like, oh, it's mind-altering DNA-altering. And then I'll say... Uh, well, that's not proven. He'll say, well, okay, well, at least it's, at least there's this in it. Like, there's always, they double down and they double down and it just gets annoying after a while. Because, Josh, I took it. I took the vaccine. You know, and to hear somebody saying that there's bad stuff in it is terrible.
1: Uh, it, I guess, but also I'm kind of like... Uh, I, I've like because I already have it in me. I'm like, oh well, like, what am I gonna do? What am I?
0: But I'm saying you don't think that's affecting you like some kind of subliminal Of course it is, of course you're worried about it somehow. You know, I mean, that's, that's, it's, I'm, I, I, just, I hate that shit. I,
1: I don't think I am worried about it. Because I, I gotta tell you, there, <laughs> there are things that I'm worried about in this life. You know, I'm,
0: you, you just earned yourself a hug, Buster. <laughs>
1: I'm super conscious of the things I'm worried about. I worry about a lot of things. I got a lot of worries, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what. The ingredients in the vaccine, very low. Very, very low. <laughs> you
0: just earned yourself a hug, Buster. A vaccine <laughs> oh, hug. You. Somebody hug
1: me. I have so many worries.
0: <laughs> Join the crowd, buddy. Join the crowd. We're, we're the worry brothers. Um. The only thing is you're like more constructive. I'm more destructive. There
1: we go. I don't know. I'm a, I mean, maybe that's why I'm it over January, because maybe my worries are forcing me to drink,
0: and that's annoying me. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. So didn't you go perform on New Year's Eve?
1: I did. I did perform on New Year's. I've been laying low, but I mean, I went out on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve was kind of my exception to my laying low lately.
0: I was going to say, you were like, I had kind of a boring New Year's. Oh, just the show you did? <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, when everybody was, like, else was locked in? <laughs>
1: It was, like, sandwiched by boredom, like, for five days before, after, when I, I did know, your it's mic. Been,
0: it's been, bad, it's been bad.
1: When I did your mic on Dingo's two Mondays ago, I didn't do anything until New Year's Eve, I did, and that's only because I was booked on that show, you know what i was saying? That advance,
0: if I wasn't booked on that show, I wouldn't have went out, but then I did go to, like, a friend's house after, so I, it was okay, it was a good time.
1: Okay. All right, listen, um... I I'm probably going out tonight though but
0: you know yeah I'm actually going out with Andrew Rich Um, uh, shout got, out to
1: Andrew
0: Rich Andrew Rich yeah that motherfucker's a hard worker man yeah. he, you, he'll fucking outwork anybody that dude I, I don't doubt it <laughs> let me just let me just text him back <laughs> Um, are you doing the squid game thing or no you're not on there are you no I,
1: no I'm not doing it I, somebody like Passed me the flyer with the rules on it, and it was it was a lot. I was like, I don't feel like reading
0: this right now. It, you know what, though, you don't have to read it. Like, it sounds more complicated, but when you're doing it, I that's what I told Carl. I said, dude, that thing's got a lot of moving parts. <laughs> yeah.
1: I um, you know what is? No, I hope it's great. I you know, and I I think Andrew Rich is a great guy. I hope it's great. Oh yeah. Um, oh it's yeah. I I'm, I'm, right now my comedy philosophy in this moment in time is. I'm going to do the things I'm booked on, but if I don't get a lot of bookings for the next few weeks, I'm, like, completely okay with that. Like, I'm completely okay with being home more than usual. Uh, You know, I just, uh, it feels like it's crazy out there, and uh, I, I I, I don't mind laying low a little bit.
0: I'm with you on that one. But yes, so, you know, we can we can talk about Andrew Rich all day. He'll never listen to this. He told me, he said, uh, I said, dude, I just did this fire podcast with so-and-so, whoever it was. And he goes, dude, he goes, I get a lot of Anthony Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not wrong. <laughs> he goes, I just don't want to, you know, listen to it in my, I think he said like, in my free time. I was like, what? Your free time? <laughs>
1: i don't know would you listen to an andrew rich podcast
0: so so being with me is like work is that it
1: would you listen to his podcast if he had a podcast
0: well there's a lot of ifs there buddy (laughs) if it wasn't a pandemic
1: about like poker (laughs) the poker podcast i know
0: that was funny when he had his were you there when he had his laptop there and he was watching poker
1: yeah, <laughs> we, we were razzin' a little bit
0: for that. He's out of his fucking mind.
1: Well, so, you know what? It's cool, man. You know, I enjoy people enjoying things, you know? Of course. The, Absolutely. The gatekeeper thing, you know? As long as it's not Nazi poker, who cares?
0: <laughs> as long as... We don't want any Nazis in here playing poker, okay?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta turn it off, you know? <laughs> Nothing take,
0: your, take your boots off at the door. Put your suspenders on. Hang your suspenders up, pal. <laughs> All right. I actually um I saw the original uh Guar Scum Dogs on the Scum Dogs tour where they actually did the um the skinhead, the art fag and the hippie. Um, This
1: is Guar, right? Yeah, and that was their term. That was their term by the way. (laughs) They were like these are like characters they kill on stage. Yeah, yeah. That's a good time.
0: Yeah. Gwar yeah that was on, the,
1: isn't it weird? Guar's on the right side of history. <laughs> I,
0: I haven't seen the new ones. I haven't seen them since Odorous died.
1: No, I haven't either. But, um, um, I kinda, feel like going to a Guar show is a lot now. Like, like When I was younger, I was like, that's the thing to do. Now I'm like, oh my God, whatever I wear there, I got to throw out immediately. Yeah,
0: it's kind of, I hate to say it, but I've kind of outgrown it. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: it's a I'm, young man's game.
0: I'm sorry, buddy. I don't want to get hit by the crap <laughs> It's
1: it's lot, especially in a pandemic. It's a little weird. Uh...
0: <laughs> it was the the fake crap on the crapapult that gave me COVID. <laughs> oh my god! All right, Joshy. Um, what's going on? Before. I just I love it walk- when I call you Joshy. <laughs> uh, I, it I, it
1: didn't even hit me. I I was like, yeah, whatever. I wanted to say that. We- i want to say we could do the guar of comedy
0: yeah yeah dude yeah um so w- what do you have coming you have uh, this is probably actually i don't know when this is going to come out so just plug your instagram
1: all right well instagram twitter at josh ain't funny uh gotta plug the newsletter com. oh yeah the, the newsletter is my baby um and if it comes out in time, the next Hell Yeah Comedy Show in North Bergen, New Jersey, is January 14th, Friday night, 9 p.m., free for all.
0: And I just want to say that, you know, his handle, Josh Ain't Funny, is is, is a total joke. It's bullshit, and I'm upset about it.
1: You know what it is? There's so many comics that are like, <laughs> so-and-so is funny. And I'm like, ugh, <laughs> gross.
0: I think I want to change myself to the dot. Anthony Quinn hates himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, there, dude. Is that, is that not your brand?
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's a little long, but I think I think we're gonna do it. I think we're it's gonna go for it.
1: Re- but oddly easy to remember.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially when you look at me. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Anthony Quinn. Never.
0: All right, man. Listen, Josh. Thank you so much, dude. This was fun as always.
1: As always, thank you for having me on. This is the greatest conversation I've had all week.
0: <laughs> all right, dude. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right bye. Bye-bye. Let's see. All right. He's gone, everybody. Josh Wells. He's my friend. We actually we did a little shorter of an episode this, this time. It was 38 minutes. Yeah. So, because I have to go meet Andrew Rich pretty soon. Um, and I'm Anthony Quinn, and this has been Quinspiracy, and thank you very much. Cheers.